What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Taja Elder, and you are listening to Black Mixed with Black Podcast. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? How y'all been? I know I've, it's been a minute. I missed y'all. Hope y'all miss me back. <laughs> if you haven't already, go listen to the other two episodes that I have out, and there will be more to come. So, updates. I don't know why people feel like they can't speak to me when they see me, but please speak to me if you want to speak to me, you know? I'm very nice. I'm going to show you love, of course, so I don't know why people feel like I'm not going to speak back, but I'm going to speak back. I'm going to show you love. If you want a hug, you can get a hug, you know? But anyways, so y'all know I took summer classes. Well, if you listen to the other episodes, then you know I took summer classes. I did great, Um, and because I did a full schedule last summer... And I'm doing a full schedule this semester. The next semester, I just have my internship and then I'm graduating. So May 2020, where you at? How you doing? You know, I'm out of here. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. But the intern, um, the internship search has been very discouraging. I'm not going to cap, but like, it's super discouraging. And cap means lie, if you don't know that slang. Cap means lie. Not going to lie. Um... Yeah, like, I've been searching since this past July, and I cannot find anything. So, um, keep me your prayers and your hopes. I don't know if you pray or not, but keep me your hopes or your prayers because I'm searching super hard. So, I hope I can get something. I know I'm, I know God's going to work it out. I'm not even worried. I'm not I'm just at this point going to put it in his hands and stop stressing myself out. But, yeah, so that's what's been up with me. Um, I miss my siblings, but I know at least two of them are going to come. Um, out here to BG where I go to school next weekend. So I'm excited to see them. Um, and last update, I got caught a nigger. <laughs> um, that was not a pleasant experience, but I will say when it first happened, I was on the phone with my mother and I was walking down the street towards my apartment and they yelled it out the window and I was on the phone with my mom. So my first reaction was to tell my mom and say, Ma, somebody just called me a nigger, like, with the hard R, so, um, and after that, I was on the phone with my mom, so they were driving, so I didn't feel in danger, so I was on the phone with my mom, and, I mean, we talk for, talked about it for a quick second, but from there, we just moved on to the next conversation, it really, I don't know, when it happened, it just, I don't know, so, I want to say, like, a week later, my dad called me, and he was like, why didn't you tell me you had a race, a race incident out at your school? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And um, he, recalled, he recalled the situation that happened when I was on the phone with my mom. And I was like, wow, like, I really did get called a nigger. And he was just saying, like, I got to keep my eyes open. And, like, the, the city that my school is in is a sundown town. And if you don't know what that is, that just means that, like, back in the day, there were certain cities where when the sun went down, they killed black people, basically, if you're outside. And I don't know if a lot of people have this rule, but, like, in the black community where I'm from, like, when the streetlights come on, the kids are to be inside of the house. And I wonder if, that, if there's a connection between that. But I don't see why it wouldn't be a connection. I really do think that's a connection to that. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, that was kind of scary. Like, once, it wasn't even scary when it first happened, but when my dad brought it back up and we really reflect on what happened, that was kind of scary that, like, people would do that. So, yeah. Um, and the topic for today is going to be pray for your strong friends. So, three quotes that I want to talk, you know, will share with you all. The first quote is, Falcons may appear different than they feel. And, like, I saw that, like, somewhere in my school. The second quote is, if choosing you means that I'm not choosing me, that I can't choose you. And that came from my sister, Kayleen. 
And then the third one is you can't pour from an empty cup. And my whole sorority always says that. Shout out to SLG. <laughs> so last semester, um, the death that I was experiencing, um, like with my family, it took a toll on my mental health. Um, just because if you listen to my dealing with death in college, and you know, like I lost a lot of family members. So it was just one more family member that I had to lose and mourn over. So it was super hard. Um, and like because of that, because of me mourning, um, I transitioned away from an organization that I created here on campus and a team that I co-founded. So I was just, ugh, I guess I was just isolating myself so I could deal with the pain. I was like sad, super sad every single day. But like I was super, I was like smiling and happy while I was on campus. So like you really wouldn't know that I was going through that or experiencing that for real. Um, it was super draining, carrying the pain of, like, <coughs> the pain of, you know, experiencing the death. And I, like, I don't know, after a while, I started to experience, like, <sighs> I don't know. Like, I was starting to experience empathy to a high, like, a high level. Like, when I would see somebody, like, somebody getting killed on internet or something like that, like, or we have, like, something called Cleveland Remembrance page, and you see, like, um, people share their family members that died. So I was starting to feel the pain, like, of those lost ones as well. So it was becoming a lot. And, like, I was starting to feel really dark. So, yeah. And I just wasn't able to properly mourn. Like, once I was losing my family members, like, I would go home, travel home to the funeral. And then I would come straight back to school and then here, I just have such I have such a different life here. So I was still running organizations, hosting events, going to meetings, and basically I didn't give myself the time to mourn. It's not really it's in college. It's really not a time like you don't get like bereavement where you get to take time and mourn your loss. So I didn't give myself that time. It was given, and it really took a toll on me. Yeah, and my family, like, my family was dying back to back, so it was a lot. And I say all this to say, like, check in on your strong friends, you know. I was in a lot of pain. I was mourning, and no one knew for real because nobody asked because I was smiling. So, I don't know. Now, I'm not, and I'm, I'm not saying I blame people around me, you know, but I... Because I am the strong friend, and now I know. Like, when I see a friend that's always happy... Or always checking on me. I'm going to... I feel like you need to check on your friend. That one that's always checking on everybody else, check in on them and see how they're doing. Just have, a like, a serious conversation. If they say, oh, I'm good, just like, are you just saying that? Or are you really good? You know, take that time to check on your friends, the ones that check on everybody else, the ones that's always smiling. It might be something really wrong going on in their life. And it's, some of us are really good at masking the pain. Um... If you notice your friends acting different, don't assume that it's about you. A lot of people take offense when their friends are going through issues or just going through pain in general. They they take it in offense when really it really has nothing to do with you. And they can control sometimes how they are reacting to situations based on the pain that they feel. And so I would say maybe look deeper and say, why are why are my friends acting like this? Instead of just assuming that it's between y'all. Because it might not have nothing to do with you. You just might be there and you might get the backlash of that. Um, at the end of the day, be kind because everyone is fighting battles. 
we all need each other, whether we want to admit it or not. And also another thing is winter's coming and <clears throat> I just started experiencing this till I got to college, but seasonal depression is such a real thing. So really try to spend time with your friends over, um, you know, during this winter, you know, that's when you're not really on campus a lot or not, not even speaking in college terms, but just in general, you're not really outside a lot. So a lot of that human interaction is cut off and because of that I feel like people experience depression because of that but it might be other different reasons as well so um yeah seasonal depression is coming so spend time with your friends call your friends um also keep in mind that holidays can be hard for some people you might be happy with your family open a gifts whatever but you need to keep in mind that somebody lost their mother around this holiday somebody lost their grandfather you know and they're probably not the Grinch. They're probably just experiencing pain and still, experience, you know, mourning because they don't have the people that they love during this time where you're supposed to be happy and everybody's spending time with their family. They don't have nobody to go home to. Some people are not even going home. Like, keep that in mind. So, um, also take space if you need it. Um, and don't be afraid to rely on people who need you, um, you know, when they're, you know, when they're going through something, they need you. So they rely on you. So don't be afraid to rely on them back. Like if they trust you enough to open up and be vulnerable and lean on you, then it should be vice versa. And I feel like they would want to be there for you as well. Um, that was it for the podcast for today. Um, so thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon.